0: Welcome, yes. everyone, uh, to our session on and its Holy Places. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. We're so grateful to have you here. Um, Thank you. Just uh, a small background update on Kadambakanana Swami. He was born in Netherlands, and he was a spiritual seeker from a very young age and traveled to India to find the truth. Um, he spent many years in Vrindavan, and he's been practicing Bhakti Yoga. For a years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. We yeah. Um.
0: Okay, so uh, he's tr- he travels all over the world to uplift everyone he meets with um, the practice of Bhakti Yoga. And he's the author of several books, which I have here. The Prayer for Deep Absorption. Um, there's Under the Desire Trees. And there's the latest book on the practice of mantra meditation. Um, he's also a world famous uh, singer and he's known for his amazing voice. So he's definitely a musical monk. Um, he has a wonderful ability to connect with every single type of person that he meets on the, on their level. And, um, he always gives practical tips on how we can progress on our spiritual journey. So please welcome Kadamukandana Swami.
2: Okay. Hare Krishna. Thank you very, very much. It's very nice to, uh, to have this opportunity to spend some time with you this afternoon. Um, yeah as Surabi just said that i was travelling well not anymore <laughs> nobody's travelling right now we're living in a in a in a new world and it's uh, it's the online world so nice to meet you here online where everybody is these days and uh, i chose a topic bhakti in its holy places um, because it uh, it provides something about the history. It is the story of bhakti. Um, um, we can speak about bhakti as a process, but I thought let me begin with the story of bhakti. And obviously, uh, Krishna is the uh, is the object of uh, of bhakti. Bhakti means devotion. So Krishna is. <clears throat> everyone looks at Krishna, and everyone is uh, is dedicating their life to to Krishna and exploring the amazing qualities of his personality. So it's not surprising that the the place where Krishna appeared five thousand years ago, and the area where he performed his uh, yeah, his different pastimes and so on, that that place is a holy place. And that holy place is Vrindavan. Ah, Vrindavan. Vrindavan is quite an amazing place. Uh, uh, At first sight, when we go there, well, it's a bit of a drive, lots of traffic, and we are coming in from Delhi. It is not far from Delhi. It is about uh, 120 kilometers from Delhi. But still, you know, it takes some time to get there because India has lots of uh, congestion and so on. Then, um, as we're driving towards Vrindavan, the place of Krishna, um, at the the turn off of the the main highway, there is a gate. Uh, There's a gate. We are now entering into the spiritual domain we're now entering into a place which is not of this world well uh you know we are not immediately uh uh buying into all that but anyway let's see what it is uh we're driving down the road and there's lots of people temples and and places and uh, but some forest also we see some trees and this and that and cows yes and we're driving further and there and and uh, we come through an area with some fields and open open areas but different temples and ashrams are there and then later after five kilometers we come to the the, the, the town And the town is just just, uh, a little different than uh, any other town in the sense that it's a temple town. It is a town made of temples. There are 5,000 temples. uh, uh, 5,000 temples and uh, all dedicated to Krishna in different ways. And uh, and there are... uh, yeah, there are so many residents living in that town, uh, maybe. And there are many visitors also, many, many visitors coming. So, you know, there may be a population of like some 600,000, 700,000, but then visitors could, could go up to, uh, to another six, seven 700,000, which they can accommodate. It is a place where people visit from all over the world. The interesting thing about Vrindavan is that in Vrindavan, the places where Krishna uh, performed his miracles, his transcendental activities, five hundred years ago, five thousand years ago, that these places are are preserved. Uh, that many of the places are known, and so when we are there, then uh, this is a place where once. Krishna swallowed uh, an entire forest fire. This is the place where Krishna lifted a hill on the little finger of his left hand, uh, and many many activities of Krishna are, are commemorated. It is interesting because the local people they are really uh, they're totally absorbed in it. They are just. Uh, quite amazing because for them krishna is is what life is about they talk about him they remember him they it's like the happening thing Hmm. we have just arrived it was a long drive a bit hot also and we are just getting out of the car and looking at it all and thinking hmm uh, where are we? Uh, a big bull is walking in the street, and we're looking like, is that okay? I, I mean, you know, uh, horns are not far from us. Uh, monkeys are sitting in the trees, and traffic seems to be even more dangerous than the bull. You know, any vehicle can come from any direction and almost knock us over. So. We are in this way. Uh we're in an unusual world, you know, we're we're just looking at at uh some some orientation is needed. We feel a dis disoriented and think uh what do we do now? Looking at something familiar, uh, you know, where to go and well, maybe a hotel. Okay, you go in a hotel, you have some uh you know, some, uh, some shelter, you know what I mean? Some place which, <laughs> which keeps that strange world outside. Uh-uh. Don't worry. Don't worry. Relax. This Vrindavan is not an ordinary place. Oh, yes, I said it. We enter through, through a gate into a spiritual domain. There is more here than meets the eye there is more here than the external culture that people have created with their temples uh with pilgrims visiting uh holy places which people circumambulating the holy town and use throngs of people are just walking on on the the way around Vrindavan, all that is going on, but in a way that is external. If you're in a place, and you want to understand the place a little better, um, uh, then, well, you know, some people, they buy a book, you know they bring a book with they bring a tour guide with them about the place or they read something more about the background of the place the nature of the place Mm. some might even google and find uh, so many things on the internet yes that is that is right so we are looking Uh, we are searching and ah we read about Vrindavan, we find many interesting things when we read about Vrindavan. We can read in in Vedic literature and there are many things written about Vrindavan. It is said that Vrindavan is a replica of the spiritual world. Whoa. Replica of the spiritual world. Um, What does that mean? Replica of the spiritual world yes it means that somehow or other the spiritual world manifests on earth well i don't know um, there's lots of traffic here <laughs> there's little uh these little rickshaws like you know like the tuk-tuks they have in uh, in thailand there's like three wheelers and and, and and some and they have this little piercing little horns Uh,
1: uh, 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 uh,
2: uh, and there's like cars uh, uh, uh. and in the middle of it all a buffalo is walking apart because it's like is this the spiritual world Uh -uh. then we read vrindavan is a replica of the spiritual world but it is covered with a layer Of illusory energy, which makes it look like a place of this world, which makes it look like an ordinary town, which makes it look, well, not ordinary, but you know, still a town of this world with vehicles and noise and people and this and that. But scriptures say this is the layer that covers Vrindavan. Says my skeptical mind. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, just see. Here we had a description. This place is the spiritual world, a replica of the spiritual, but it's covered with a layer of uh, material energy, so you can't see it. Mm, Well, I could say that about any place, isn't it? I mean, could say that about Johannesburg as well. It's just a spiritual place but it's covered by uh, a layer of, uh, of of material energy which makes it look like an ordinary town i could say that yes i could say so many things but still let's read a little more the books are interesting so the books describe there is this spiritual dimension to vandal and it is actually a spiritual place the spiritual world covered by a layer of the illusory energy and then it says that if you want to go beyond this illusory energy excuse me you're not supposed to touch your face and now my face has never itched as much as it did since i'm not supposed to touch it anyway i use the clean tissue so, here's back to Vindavan. A replica of the spiritual covered by the layer of the illusory energy which makes it look like an ordinary town. And then it says, but bhakti, bhakti is the means by which we can pierce that illusory layer. Now, that is interesting. So bhakti uh, is then a uh, what will bring us to the point where we can actually perceive and experience that spiritual dimension of Vrindavan. Hmm. Intriguing place. So, and Vrindavan then is filled, filled with devotees. It is the home of devotees who are all practicing the process of bhakti. And bhakti, right, is both a process, and bhakti is also uh, the state, the result of the process, where, you know, part of bhakti is you're trying through a process to elevate your consciousness, and then when you have elevated your consciousness, then you come to a state of realization of bhakti. Hmm. Okay, so bhakti includes the chanting of mantras. Um, especially the the Maha Mantra, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. So Vindavan is filled, filled with the sound of the mantra. Anywhere, anywhere, wherever you go, you can hear people chanting. You hear sometimes over big loudspeakers blasting and sometimes quietly from someone's home, um, but Everywhere. Everywhere, we hear this chanting of the mantra. Because the chanting of the, of the Hare Krishna mantra, the chanting of the name of Krishna, is central to Bhakti. How did it all begin? Well, Bhakti is, is as old as the universe, and even older than that. Even at the beginning of the universe, Bhakti came into the universe and Bhakti was there. And so Bhakti is found within the ancient Vedas, the classical times going back thousands of years. And Bhakti is also found in more recent times. 5,000 years ago, Krishna was in Vrindavan. And 5,000 years ago, Krishna's devotees were with him in Vrindavan, and they were all relishing the pastimes of Krishna. 5,000 years ago, even the trees were devotees, and the trees would offer their fruits to Krishna and their flowers and their scent, and even the breeze. The breeze was serving Krishna, and the breeze was carrying the aroma of those trees. And in this way, Vrindavan, Vrindavan was a place completely dedicated to the pleasure of Krishna. That is the spiritual reality. That is the domain of the spiritual reality. Bhakti mm, awakens all of this. So, the residents of Vrindavan are all devotees. uh, as we've just arrived and just drove into town and we just reached our hotel and in the room we're just reading a little bit about uh, what Vrindavan is actually about and we're just sort of reading something uh, and we've just sort of kind of registered it. It's supposed to be the replica of the spiritual world, but it's covered at the same time by a little layer of illusory energy so that it looks like a village, an ordinary Indian village. But then there is bhakti, by which the spiritual nature of Vrindavan becomes revealed. Ah, and now all the residents here, the locals and many of the pilgrims, they are all bhaktas, all people who are practicing the process of bhakti and the town is bustling and it is very uh what shall i say it is dynamic oh there comes a whole village my god i mean it's a big village too and the whole village comes around the corner they're all walking yes they're walking around mm, they're carrying sticks of sugarcane. okay and then, okay some are even munching on them all right Well, that's maybe a good idea Yes, traditionally, these villagers, they walk around the town on certain months, certain days of the months, and then they carry with them these sticks of sugarcane. Well, and yeah, you know, when you run low on energy, well, you know, a little bit of sucking on a sugarcane stick keeps you going. So it's, and it's supposed to be auspicious, the sugarcane. So auspicious, practical, and tasty as well. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, there are temples, they have amazing festivals, they have deities of Krishna. And these deities of Krishna, they are placed on a swing, and all the people can pull the swing. It's amazing. One temple, one temple has a swing which is 13 meters wide, and it's made of silver and gold. Whoa, lots of money. Mm -hmm. That swing is something, it's a sight. Mm -hmm. People wanna see it. One day a year, only one day a year, one day a year, that swing is on display, and only one day a year one can go and then and pull the cord and and be part of swinging that swing. All the other temples also have swings, but a little smaller, not as big as that one. And anyhow, it's a whole thing. The whole town, the whole town is swinging the deity of Krishna. Oh, it's a, it's a sight. It's it's a. It's exciting. It's something you want to see. Oh, are you here? Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's just happening actually. It's tonight. But I've just arrived. Come on. I mean, we're tired. It was a long journey, a long drive, hot flight, everything. We just checked into the hotel. No, nee, 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 nee. no, 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 no. Ah, you must come. Ah, yes, you must see. I must see. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You must see, come, come, come. Well, uh, uh, okay then, yeah. And wow, it is really something, it is amazing to see all these swings being pulled in the festival. Yes, and all this will be going on for a week. Oh, and this is only one festival. Oh, oh, wow, it's very nice. Yes, it's part of an ancient tradition because Krishna, Krishna, 5,000 years ago, would also perform the swing pastimes here in Vrindavan, huh? along with the residents of Vrindavan. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So in this way, we are remembering. We are remembering what Krishna did here five thousand years ago. Wow! And the whole town is remembering. Yeah, it's it's something like Heritage Day. You know, I mean, in Heritage Day, we're all remembering our roots, we're all just, you know, Africa, and all that. And now it is like, we are, are here. And it's like, Heritage Day, and this is their heritage. The swing pastimes of Krishna. And it's amazing, the whole town is getting into it. Wow. Well, 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 this was something. Oh, I'm glad I came to this place. No, yeah, no, I always missed out, but, you know, it just came on the brink. It was exhausting, but it was worth it. No, it, yeah, you're laughing, but I'm telling you, it was a sight. It was a sight. Anyway, I'm glad I'm back in my hotel room. I'm going to crash. Next morning, slowly re-emerging. What else is there to see? Vrindavan, Vrindavan. God, it's amazing. These people are really devoted. These people, they just, even in the night, I mean, you know, in the night, there were people that walking around, chanting, chanting, I mean, I woke up many times they were just chanting the whole night, and then at 3 a.m. it started with the Peacocks, peacock, peacock. peacocks, peacocks. Not not one, not two, thousands of them. I don't know how many of them. They were everywhere. It's just like uh it it was uh, it was a night and a half, but I must say, uh, very exotic, very exotic. Absolutely. I mean, you know, where I'm from, you don't have anything like that. You know, you hear some sirens usually in the middle of the night or, you know, uh, or these little, uh, uh, you know, these little pickup vans that sort of pick up stranded vehicles racing around. But, you know, no, no peacocks it's quite an atmosphere, I must say oh there there are there are more festivals, yes, 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 there are more festivals um actually, every day is a festival, really yes, yes, yes. yes. Just now, uh, let us sit down and join a kirtan. oh yes, let's have a kirtan. That's a good idea uh, oh yes, in Vindavan there's always kirtan everywhere, ah yes, kirtan has to be there.
1: Ah. <speaking in Hebrew> I think a I It's not I make It's Make I make this
2: So many people are chanting, and yes, there's hundreds of people here together chanting now in Kirtan. Drums are also playing, and and Cartel's hand cymbals, and the rhythms are are pretty. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm. I'm sort of, uh, it's hard to sit still, if you know what I mean. Can you hear? Can you hear? You don't hear, oh, ah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Because you maybe, you maybe forgot to take out the earplugs that you put in the in night, right? When all that noise is going on, ah, yes. No, nope. pull them out. Pull out the earplugs of illusion. Pull out the earplugs of everything you have heard. I know. You are an innocent child. <laughs> oh, yes. Innocent child. Listen, my child. I'll tell you this. Listen, my child. I'll tell you that. Listen, my child. Sit still. Listen, my child. Sit up. Listen, my child. Do you know? Listen, my child. I'll teach you. Listen, my child. Hear, oh hear from me, oh listen my child, i tell you how to think, listen my child, I'll tell you how to sit, listen my child, I'll tell you how to speak, listen my child, I'll tell you how to live, oh listen my child, I'll make you into, into what? Uh, I don't know, who am I? I have an identity crisis. Mm. Anyway, so I think you didn't hear the kirtan because the earplugs of all that you've heard for a lifetime are still in your ears. Uh -uh. In Vrindavan, we're going to pull them out. We're going to pull out. When it comes to bhakti, we got to pull out those earplugs that sit in our ears from all that we've heard. All our prejudices have to go. Yes. Let's pull them out. Ugh. Dispose. Okay. Wash the hands. You know, 20 seconds, huh? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, clean, clean, clean. Sanitized. Yes. Touch. So, in this way, yes, when we've given up all our preconceived ideas, maybe then, maybe then we can hear the kirtan and actually listen to it. Of course, you know, all right, uh, it goes on for a long time. Uh, The mantra, the mantra is being repeated. One person sings in a melody, and others respond singing the same melody. Good rhythms. Pretty cool. Definitely moving. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Let's go. Okay, yeah. Are you getting into it? Oh yeah, that's cool. All right, everyone. I hope you're moving behind your uh, your phone because, you know, one problem with this online culture is we're sitting too much and we're just not moving en- enough, you know, and uh, we need some aerobics, you know, so just move and feel the rhythm and hear the kirtan. Kirtan is moving. Oh, it is. it is actually quite far out because... It's very inclusive because it's a mantra that repeats itself. Everyone can just join in. Huh? And it's it's like, it's a happening like that. The crowd joins in and people dance and people sing. And and it's just growing. And someone brings their drums and they also join in. And, you know, it's like very inclusive, I would say. it's It's more than a concert. It's an event. It's happening. And it's like... It's not that there are singers in an audience. Everyone's part of it. Everyone in the room is involved. Ah, and yes, it is the mantra. And the mantra, the mantra, it says, comes from the spiritual realm. Golo prima dana harinam sankirtana. It is coming, descending from the spiritual realm. Hmm. It is the name of Krishna, okay? And that name is invested with all spiritual potency. Mm. And that name mm, is therefore non-different from Krishna. Mm. And it means, the name Krishna means all-attractive. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Oh, oh. Gosh. These earplugs went deeper than I thought. <laughs> I pulled them out, but, God, there's still some left. Jeez. They went really deep. I mean, it looks like they went into my head. Yeah. It looks like my earplugs went into my head. And as a result, my whole head is stuffed up with cotton wool. Yeah. (laughs) What can I do? I have a head stuffed up with cotton wool. Mm. Now what? Yeah. Well, that cotton wool blocks me. Even while I'm in in the kirtan, I can hear the kirtan. But because I've still got cotton wool in my head, I cannot fully enter into the depths of the kirtan. All right, let's pull out some of the cotton wool.
1: Gosh,
2: I never knew there was so much in in there. Don't worry. There's still more to come. It's going to take a while before we get all that cotton wool out of your head. Mm. All right. So the Kirtan, then, is spiritual sound. But because of all the cotton wool, all the preconceived ideas, the preconceived experience that determine the way we see things, therefore, we cannot see the mantra for what it is and we cannot see that the mantra is Krishna. But meanwhile, it sounds good. It sounds good. It sounds
1: nice. Yeah. Can you hear? Ah yeah.
2: I'm hearing. Ah yes. So by hearing we begin our bhakti. Yes. Ah our bhakti begins by, by hearing and chanting. All right, so, well, uh, it, it was an experience, the kirtan experience. I mean, you know, uh, okay, pick up my phone. It's been a long time without my phone, you know. Oh, phone, oh, phone, how I love your phone quickly okay what's up I had a kirtan experience I'm in the I'm in Vrindavan I don't know how you spell it but it's sort of anyway uh, oops uh push the wrong button sorry about that oh god storage users I need more storage users uh, <clears throat> anyway we'll deal with that later that's what phones are Anyway, sending it all home. Yes, share the news. I had a kirtan experience. All right. Welcome, welcome. You just put your toe in the ocean of bhakti. Ooh, I put my toe in the ocean of bhakti. Oh, yes. Ah, and while we are at it, let us look at the toes at the toenails of the devotees. Wow. Look at toenails of the devotees. Yes. Because it is by approaching the devotees with humility that we can enter deeper into the ocean of Bhakti. Well, I must say, these people here in Vindavan, they're really something. They're so spiritual quite amazing they're very dedicated and really i mean full of energy very energetic people and quite far up. and then you go to the villages and they just uh, and sometimes they just invite you in their house and they feed you and it's just you know it's part of their culture to invite guests and to to really look after them it's quite amazing quite amazing i really uh, so here in this Vrindavan, in this place of festivals, in this place of temples, in this place with many beautiful deities of Krishna, in this place filled with stories about Krishna and, and where these stories are brought to life by the devotion of the people that are remembering them and that are worshipping uh, places where it all took place. This Vrindavan, this is where we go. To, to actually understand what bhakti is meant to be. Bhakti is yoga. Okay, yoga. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, I know some yoga. Uh-huh. No, no, I do. I actually know some yoga. You, I could stand on my head for you, right? And then if I would, you know, then you would not see my head any longer on the screen, but my feet would come on the screen, right?
1: yes one
2: minute oh i'm getting in position yes all right so i know some yoga you also Uh, okay well that was my yoga for today you know how much yoga can you do in one day Uh, mm. so yes i know some yoga uh bhakti yoga yeah okay that's the kind of yoga yeah uh, I I personally prefer yogurt to yoga. You know, if if with musli actually, that's my my favorite. Yes, 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 yes. You yeah. know, mm. or frozen yogurt also. Mm-hmm. You like frozen yogurt? Mm-hmm. I I do. <laughs> good stuff. Uh huh. Yoga, yeah, yoga. Well, yeah, yoga. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, Bhakti yoga must also be a good thing then. I think it's a good thing. So it's about bending and stretching and so on. Um, Not so much. It's about bending and stretching the heart. Bending and stretching the heart. Okay. Uh, Yes. It is about increasing the power of the heart. Okay, I know pranayama is good for the lungs and bhakti-yoga is good for the heart. Well, that's that's good. Lots of people die from a heart infarcts and all these things. Yes, No, 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 not in that way. We're speaking about the heart, feeling. Oh, how dull we have become. Mm, with all that cotton wool in the head. Huh? How dull have we become. Oh, yes just consumers kids grown up with cartoons kids grown up with a tablet kids and playing with the tablet popping some tablets oh how dull have we become Uh, this it is magic it it really wakes up something in you It really wakes up some desires. It wakes up spiritual desires. Mm. And Krishna, Krishna seems to be interesting. We went on a walk and we went to Govardhan Hill. That's supposed to be the hill that Krishna lifted. Well, it's 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 quite a hill, actually. I mean it's a uh, it takes it it's 23 kilometers to walk around it. So I mean it's a sizable hill. It's it's a good walk, you know. Some do it in three and a half hours. I myself I take about five, you know. <laughs> I mean, like whoo uh, and yeah, and the local people do it bare feet, bare feet. Huh? no shoes ui, ui, ui. that's a little more difficult but I'm doing it that way because because to really enter into the, the, the mood of the place we also to taste it we have to enter into the mood of the residence hmm. yes so we're at Govindan Hill Oh, we stop for a moment, uh, uh, drink some water, sit down, 23ks, is walk is serious. Well, let's take a little break. Oh, here is some ashram. Hmm. Someone is just telling a story and saying that once upon a time, once upon a time, Krishna, Krishna was also here, just near Govardhan. Oh. And yes, because Krishna used to come here along with his cowherd boyfriends. Because Krishna, he lived in the village of Vrindavan and they used to send the boys in the morning into the forest with calves and, and cows. And they used to look after the calves and cows. Well, you know, I mean, their parents, they were apparently not poor. Oh, no, they were not. I mean, you could see it by the clothes of the people, you know, expensive clothes. I mean, you mean designer clothes, you know, like brand names and all that? No, 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 no. Uh, because, you know, they didn't have factories in those days like we have now. Now you have some brand name from the factory, you no. Know? But they had good quality cloth. And Krishna... Was also having ornaments of jewels oh uh, yes he had earrings and he had like uh, various ornaments and some of the other boys also uh-huh. so in this way uh, one one speaker was in some ashram some temple and uh, giving a lecture and describing Krishna and he said that Krishna Krishna was there near Govardhan, and along with his Coward boy is this and Krishna. Krishna, he looked very opulent. He had a peacock feather in his in his hair. He had uh, jeweled earrings and other jewel decorations on his chest. He has this, this big jewel. God, the thing itself is worth a fortune. I mean, if you just descri- if you describe that jewel that was on his chest, sounds like millions to me. Hmm. There was a thief in the audience and you know how it is with thieves huh? i mean when you're at the thief when you're when you're a thief you're kind of always looking at an opportunity and not just at an opportunity but then more than just any opportunity um, there is the ultimate the ultimate the ultimate dream of a thief, and that is to to have a big catch, to in one go steal enough to have it made for life. That's the dream. So when the thief heard the descriptions about Krishna and all his jewels, then it just clicked. He said, this guy, This guy is worth a fortune and if I, if I would have those jewels, I would have it made for life. So after the lecture was over, he was talking and asking, 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 casually to the speaker he said uh, that lecture you gave was very interesting especially about that person krishna i, I found uh, that very interesting i mean tell me more about this krishna uh, where does he live and the uh the speaker said oh he lives here in vindavan oh he lives in uh, where in vindavan where can i find him said oh well Krishna regularly comes here near Govardhan and if you just walk around Govardhan you'll surely find him somewhere right it's very simple Here is this hill Govardhan and you just walk around Govardhan and surely you will find Krishna somewhere so my dear friends all of us, remember, we came all the way to Vindavan by plane, by car. We had so many experiences, and today we're at this hill. Oh, oh. no some of us even ventured without shoes. Oh that was a stone. Oh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, and others, you know, said forget it, I'm wearing my sneakers. And we are walking around this hill right now. And we just took a little break and we heard the speaker explain something about Krishna. And then we found out that there was a thief. I hope not amongst us, but there was a thief. And this thief, he was curious to meet Krishna and he asked, Where can I find him? And then the speaker said, He's somewhere here near Govardhan. And if you just walk around Govardhan, will surely find him. So let us all go forward and, and walk around Govardhan and let's see if he can meet Krishna. Why not? And if we can, that would be far out. Oh, and that thief, well, that's what the thief did. He walked around Govardhan and sure enough, one day, I mean, he walked for days around Govardhan, but one day he saw him. Oh, unmistakably, jewels everywhere. So he went up to Krishna and he said, hey, you, give me those jewels. Krishna said, no, 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 I cannot give them. No, no, he said, give those jewels. He said, no, no, Mother Yasoda, My mother will not, not, uh, not be very happy about that. I can't give. And the guy said, look, you know, no messing around, hand over these jewels. And Krishna gave his jewels. And then the thief stood there and then the impossible had happened. His dream had come true our whole life. We chase after a dream and and we never get it. But when you do get it unexpectedly, if you really get your dream on Earth, the one that you always wanted, the one that you never got, that, that dream, if you actually get it, that's what happened to that thief. And then he stood there and what happened then, then then he thought to himself, and now what? You know, my whole life I've been chasing after this dream and now I got it, Now, now what do I do? And then he stood there and he had these jewels and he thought, now I have these jewels. Now let me do something far out with these jewels. And then he saw Krishna. And suddenly he saw the beauty of Krishna. And suddenly for a moment he saw that Krishna was not of this world. And suddenly he saw the effulgence of Krishna. And suddenly he saw how Krishna was all attractive. And he couldn't believe himself. Suddenly it came out of his mouth. And his mouth said, "Um, Could I decorate you with these jewels? And the thief had said it. And the thief heard himself say it. And the thief thought, What am I saying now? And Krishna said, Well, uh, if you want, why not? And so the thief decorated Krishna. And then he experienced a level of happiness which was even greater than the moment. When he got all these jewels in his hands and his material dream had been fulfilled, the unexpected thing had happened. Finally, he got in this material world what he always wanted. And yet, then, when he offered all those jewels to Krishna and decorated Krishna with the jewels, he experienced a level of happiness which was beyond, beyond what one could ever imagine to experience in this world. And just at that moment, the veil that covers Vrindavan, the material layer of illusion, was just lifted for a moment. And for a moment, he actually experienced the the transcendental nature of Vrindavan and that it really was the replica of the spiritual world. And shortly after that, it became again covered. And, but that experience, that experience, he never forgot. That experience remained with our thief. And now what happened was our thief was no, no longer stealing because he himself, he had been stolen by Krishna. His eyes had been stolen by Krishna. His ears had been stolen by Krishna. His sense of smell had been stolen to Krishna, by Krishna. His heart had been stolen to Krishna. And from that day on, um, that thief uh, was transformed into a devotee. And as far as I heard, he's still walking around govardhan still looking looking to find Krishna somewhere, knowing that Krishna is there and can be found near Govardhan. That thief is still walking, looking for Krishna. And he still, every day, walks around Govardhan. <laughs> How are you doing? I know, we've done only 17 kilometers. Phew, six more to go. Anyway, getting close. Uh-oh, the time has flown past. I'm supposed to stop at four, I think. So your questions quickly before the curtain drops.
0: Hare Krishna, uh, thank you so much. That was really, really amazing. I feel like I was there while we we're all in lockdown. We got to go to Vrindavan. Um, there's a few questions in the chat box, but there um, a lot of them are pretty much about the same thing, about how these holy places are so sacred, so um we obviously don't want to commit offenses there. So how do we know when we're ready to go or that? Yeah, there's a few questions like that. So I was wondering if you can just answer that in this last five minutes.
2: I can do that in one minute (coughs) and take another question as well. It's very simple. When we go there, we always go with a devotee, with the devotees. And the devotees will protect us from Treating that holy place in an improper way, and in that way, committing what you would call a big word, an offence, in that way acting in a way that is not appropriate and that will not help us, uh, offence. The word aparat, rad radha, actually means uh, means love. The word rather means love. Pretty, Radha means pretty, love. An Aparat means that which drives love away. So this Aparat, that which drives love away, is is translated in English with offense, which is a poor translation. So it says, in Vrindavan, one can make Aparat. One can act in a non-devotional way towards Krishna, towards his devotees, or to Vrindavan. And then one drives love away as a result and then we are there and wondering oh, what am i doing in this place so we with devotees and being well i don't know i don't know what are we doing with these people and we're looking at krishna and saying well i don't know who is this krishna right that's the uh, because when we are not respectful to devotees to the holy dhamma or to krishna then we drive love away but when we go together with the devotees then we don't then that love will grow in the association of the devotees because the devotees, they are filled with love for Krishna and that love is bubbling over from their mouth and it is just beaming and it is just around them and it's, it's infectious and it is something, you know, uh, you also feel like, uh, yeah, you know, let's, let's, let's do it. And when everyone is, is like dancing, you feel like, hey, I, I can do a few moves. And before you know it, it's just like uh, it sweeps you up and it's fun and it's like uh, let's do it together therefore when you go to vindavan you go with devotees. then there will be no aparad then we will not drive love away other question two minutes
0: okay um so there's another question asking what would be the most auspicious place in Vrindavan from Pranav Mata Badal.
2: Well, the most auspicious place in Vrindavan is the place where you get the most mercy. Okay? Different places are invested with different levels of mercy. And the place where there is the most mercy That would be the most auspicious place. So, where can we get the most the most mercy? The most mercy uh, that we are getting is is undoubtedly from Srila Prabhupada. Because Srila Prabhupada he brought this pure devotional service that exists in the pure Vindavan, in the spiritual world. He brought the, the pure bhakti from the spiritual world. To all of us in the world. He came to South Africa, he came to uh, my town, Amsterdam. And in Amsterdam, on the central square, which is called Dam Square, there's a hotel. It's a Polish hotel, and the name is krasnapolsky When Prabhupada saw that name, he called it Krishnopolsky. And now, ever since then, whenever I walk over that square, I can never see Krasnapolsky again, although I always see Krishnapolsky. And in this way Prabhupada changed my eyes. And now he makes me see Krishnapolsky. Now he makes me see Krishna everywhere. Therefore, for us, the most holy places are the places connected to Prabhupada. We go to Prabhupada's room in his, in his house. We go to the Krishna Balaram Mandir. We go to Prabhupada's Samadhi. We go to Proverbs Quarters in the Radha Dhammedan Temple. These are the holiest places for all of us because that is where we are getting the most mercy. All right, I thank you very much for being with us today. I've got to go away because i got to Zoom again. The other side of the world is waiting for me to Zoom some more. So I've got to go and slip out of the door. I wish you well. It was great to see you. I hope to see you again. The internet is great and sure enough we can be friends. I got a Facebook account and you can find me there and I'll accept you as a friend anytime. Most welcome.